don't know, Jan, I've known you for at least 10 years, I would say, if not more. And I greatly admire this man for everything that he's done. He's one of, uh, Australian, one of the Australian wine trade and media's highest profile entrepreneurs, and he is absolutely what I would call an entrepreneur. And he's done so much to broaden the market and to make wine appealing to the millennials. Um, but I'm going to let Jan um, really kind of sing for his supper. Um, not that he really needs to sing for his supper. And I'm going to ask him um, a, lot, a few questions, and, uh, and then uh, hopefully he will kind of enlighten us about uh, what he does. So I actually saw, um, met up with Dan last week, and we had a structure for this, uh, for this uh, conversation. And um, the working title of this interview was going to be, and it's a very millennial thing to say, why am I so pumped about why? Um, which is a great phrase, but it's certainly not a lingo I use. Um, but before we go through this energy and excitement that goes with being pumped about wine, um, Dan, can you tell me about your work? And I'm just going to just say with this microphone, it's a bit odd. It seems to be the best way is to hold it a bit like that. Go. There's a joke there, but I might leave that one. Um, it's not my first rodeo, Andrew. Um, this is, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it is quite an honour to actually come and speak in front of all, uh, all of you, uh, incredible wine people. Um, you know, it, it's, I suppose the idea is for the short version, I suppose, of what I do. I, I like to think of myself as a sommelier by trade. Um, I can't help it, I've got my sommelier brethren over there. Uh, and I've always worked in wine and restaurants. Um, and then that's saying going back about 10 years, but then I established um, my own company called Was Bottle Shop Concepts uh, in 2013. But... Uh, to specifically run wine festivals. Uh, and we rebranded to Revel um, in 20, late 2017. Uh, and obviously the main event that we do is Pinot Palooza. And in 2012, we did the first one. Uh, that was only a, a very little one. It was about uh, 350 people. Uh, and today, um, or this year, we're, we'll probably be in uh, 13 cities and potentially six countries. And that in itself is not just about... No, thank you. That wasn't, that wasn't a lead. That was, I think that brings it back down to why I'm so insanely excited about the world of wine. Is that when you look, and I was listening today, and uh, Max, I loved your uh, tasting today, talking about uh, the history in the background and then the Mornington Peninsula tasting, looking at where it is. You can't help but walk away, but get so fucking excited, sorry, about the world of wine. The wine quality in itself is incredible. It's never been better. People have never been more excited about wine. Uh, they've never wanted to know more about it. Uh, and from, especially from the, the point that we see, in very much in that um, under 35 demographic, uh, they want to know more about it. Uh, you know, 60% of our audience are under the age of 35. 60% of our audience are women. In the under 35 demographic, the percentage of women actually increases to 65%. That in itself, so when people say to me, the future is female, I say, no, it's not, it's now. Uh, the way that people engage, uh, what the stories that they want to know, is basically everything we've ever wanted. Uh, and whenever other city, city and country that we go to, um, you know, today, again, this is, this is I mean, the, the tasting, is, it's a very intellectual exercise. It's looking and dissecting wine and talking about it. These things are very important that they do that. 
But on the other side, for us, like, again, Palooza this year, and there are many wineries here who have been part of us, and part of it is that we had 4,000 people not just turn up to a, a wine event, but a wine event about a single grape variety. That is insanely exciting. Now, actually, quick raise of hands. Does the thought of being in front of 4,000 people terrify anyone? Put your hand up if that terrifies you. <laughs> That's the problem. It shouldn't. It should completely excite you. And it's, thought, it's not just about how they're uh, engaging, and we've spoken about that, but it's also about sort of how they're communicating. So, Pauline. Yeah, that's great. Um, so we, we had a, a really good chat um, last week, and, and you told me um, about the market evolving at a rapid rate, and the wine business having to adapt to, to, to new norms. And um, we talked about uh, certain ideas, technology and audience, experience, transmission of ideas. What do you think are, are the key points surrounding those, those particular elements? I think one, it's like, it's like understanding who the audience is and one thing I'd love to say as well, can we please stop as an industry, stop using the word consumer. Cows consume, people drink. And one thing for me, uh, when we, whenever we talk about, um, our, our, uh, we talk about audience a lot. Um, and it's how they sort of, in that attention and really getting to understand the, I suppose the trends and of what sort of younger audiences are. Now, actually, again, how many people are actually under the age of 35, excluding staff? No, Matt, you are so not. So not. So not. There's probably about three people here. <laughs> exactly, not many, right? Just here's some, um, here's some quick facts for you. Um, millennials make up 50% of the wine drinking public. 50%. Millennials, or over 90% say that uh, science has proven climate change. 75% say that they will actually change their behaviour because they believe in climate, uh, climate change. All of these trends. Uh, wellness industry is worth $3.4 trillion, whereas the wine industry globally is only worth 225. People generally care about what they put into their body and they want to connect to the story. So when everyone talks about, dare I say, the word natural wine, it doesn't matter what you think. It has nothing to do with what you think. Uh, they genuinely care about things like organic sustainability and the story that goes behind it. And there was a, a talk about you know, the next 30 years and the impact of climate change. Those, those elements around organics and, and, and climate change are gonna be more and more important into the story and the narrative that you're gonna tell. And if you're not thinking about that now, that's gonna come really these millennials, are, they're drinking, they're 50% of the wine drinking public today. Fast forward 20, 30 years, it's going to be everything that they ask for and they want to know about it straight away. A lot of uh, people of our generation kind of worry about the attention span of, uh, <laughs> of millennials, i.e. they have a long attention span. <laughs> and, uh, and you told me a really amazing fact about the average millennial and the amount of, uh, of, of, uh, uh, of the, the length that they go to using Facebook on their, on their mobile phones. I'll, I'll let you give that statistic, <laughs> but it completely blows me away and I've been using it for every conversation <laughs> I've had in the last week. 
it's really interesting when you talk about, especially in the world of media. Um, and and I think I, I tend to think of myself as one, or I should say, as a premise. I don't really see us in the events business. I see us in the hospitality business. Um, you know, we don't see our ticket uh, people who come to our events as ticket holders. We see them as guests. We don't see our wineries who are part of us as exhibitors. We see them. I see them as investors. So I think that's sort of one in terms of that genuine intent around what we try to do. We do our best to do that. But in terms of attention and, the, and, the, and really what I think we deal with in Palooza is we deal in the currency of attention. Now, and this is a fact that on average, we scroll 90 metres wow. of Facebook newsfeed a day. 90 metres on your mobile phone a day. So when you start thinking about trying to tell your story and, a vid and video, Here's another one for you. When you've got that wonderful video about your winery that's got a wonderful drone shot, because you have to have a drone shot when you're doing a video <laughs> and about a winery, just a little hint, they all look the same. The average attention span for a video is six to eight seconds. So I watched a video recently that was all beautiful drone shots, it was on Facebook, it was, it was like something like six and a half minutes, eight minutes long. There was no call to action, there was no, I had no idea who it was, no, no idea, and it was all gone. So when we're talking about attention and story, it's about the mediums that are out there. You know, we all talk about conversations, and here I'm standing in front of a very press, slightly intimidating table full of incredible wine writers and wine media, that how the sort of, you know, how people are engaging with content has changed and shifted significantly. Sorry, Max, I'm just pointing, just pointing behind you. <laughs> Except for Max. But in terms of how you engage with content, it's around understanding uh, how much content that they can consume in a very short period of time. Uh, in terms of the stories that we tell to them, it's about trying to integrate into their life. And really, that's the main crux of everything. And it's something that we've been seeing, that's why we invested in our magazine last year, um, which actually, by numbers, is similar circulation to the rounds of Gourmet Traveller Wine. This year, in terms of just giving it out to our attendees, the magazine itself will have circulation of decanter. Now the ambition of Palooza as we go into other cities and countries, you know, we're looking at around 20, 25 cities, then all of a sudden that becomes a very incredible opportunity to serve content and media to them. And I encourage you all as wineries to start thinking of yourself as a media entity. A winery has got so much incredible stories. I looked at um, today, we're looking at some of those photos uh, from 30 years ago. Um, I've never seen that on Instagram feeds of wineries. Why? You've got such incredible, beautiful stories and connection to place and history that people want to, they want to know more about it. They want to know where it's from, they want to engage with you, but you have to really integrate into their life. But you actually told me last week that millennials don't like black and white photographs. Can you explain that then? <laughs> I don't really say they like black and white, but I think it's an element of making something real. Um, again, there's data all around this. Um, there's inc incredible, um, you know, I tend to look at uh, not necessarily, I mean, it's, data's a really interesting thing. You can always get lots of interesting data from wine um, companies and wine industry, but it's how you interpret it. Um, one in particular, um, we're saying in terms of, you know, attention and black and white, like, yes, it's, it's about being real. Um, it's like they want to engage in content that looks real. It doesn't have to be super polished. Um, yes, they say millennials are drinking less but they're spending more on it, that's a good thing. You know, that's not a bad thing. No, people shouldn't be drinking bulk cheap wine. They should be um, drinking less, but then 
spending more on it and in, enjoying the conversation and celebration of that moment when they, when they have it. So in terms of the, the millennial uh, can kind of consuming uh, media, you know, we have the traditional uh, magazines with a lot of uh, the traditional wine, wine writers, which I'm beginning to think that we're all dinosaurs. <laughs> um, can, you, can you tell me really about, you know, really, you know, what do you think is going to be happening in that media space over the next 20 or 30 years? I think it's insanely exciting. However, everyone needs to completely reset the way you think about it. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> it's not about you, it's not about you, it's not about you. And that's a pretty hard thing to say in front of a room full of winemakers. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's about me and how you integrate into my life. What, what contribution are you making to my life? How do you integrate into my life? What problems are you solving? Are you speaking down to me or are you speaking to me? Peer to peer is everything. And we mentioned the, the, the peer to peer reviews on, um, like on the Dan Movies website are highly influential. Uh, Airbnb, Uber, like these are, these, are, these are facts. These are not things that you might want to disagree with and say they're silly or frivolous. These are just things that are happening. So in terms of the communication and, um, and how you talk about your brand, talk to me, um, tell me. I, I might not buy a case of your wine, but I live in Fitzroy. How, where can I buy your wine? What restaurants can I do it in? Um, I might not, you know, I can't afford to buy 12 bottles of Pinot Noir because it's expensive. But I'll go and spend full whack restaurant price or retail if you can help solve my problems. You know, if we, with my, I was having a conversation with Mike Howard about this, like saying, I can't afford to buy 12 bottles because I, the cost of living in Fitzroy is incredibly expensive. Um, I live in a one bedroom apartment, even the fact, in fact, I can't actually, I've got nowhere to put it. I'm scrolling 90 uh, metres of Facebook newsfeed a day, so having 12 bottles of the same wine, I'm bored. <laughs> but if you send me three bottles of wine once a month and tell me a story and integrate into my life so I can carry it home, because so, I don't want a 12 bottles turning up to my office because I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm drinking and I'm an alcoholic because I care about well, well-being because I go to yoga, you've got to integrate <laughs> into my life and help solve my problems. If I'm not going to buy a case, what restaurant, what wine bar? You know, you've got incredible sommeliers there. It's a con constant narrative that you can communicate with. But that, again, as I say, it's not to saying that critical analysis of wine is not important. It is. Research journalism, I think we all say, is more important than ever. However, it's how you sort of create, and cr it's, it's one component. You know, the, the media landscape is fragmented, and that's a good thing. That means you can tell your story across multiple mediums in very different ways to different audiences. And it's about understanding your audience, not your consumer, your audience. And if you, for me, at the end of the day, if you have that mindset, like all good, when, what I, I love the word audience is because if you see a show or in theater, all the best actors have a connection to their audience. And when you start thinking about that, or that has more power and potency rather than a consumer that is something that is an entity far removed from what it is you actually do. Brilliant. So, so really, you know, it's also, um, it's, it, it's all about transmission of ideas, um, about personalization and creating uh, individual uh, connections. 
And uh, when you were talking about it, you were, you were also saying you thought about the rapid uh, transmission of those ideas. And, uh, and you have particularly uh, pulled together something that, to, to, to prove that point. Yeah, and I, I think that's, again, that's really exciting. And this is, it comes down to what is, you know, and I've, funnily enough, I spend a lot of time thinking about this. Um, you know, what is Pinot Palooza? What is an event? An event is an exercise in time. Um, it saves time. Uh, for a wine drinker, they get to come along to an event such as ours. They get to taste, you know, at Melbourne, we had like 280 wines. Uh, for a relatively low uh, investment, they get to understand what they like and get to meet the winemakers and then figure out down the line where they actually want to go. From a winery perspective, they get to see a whole range of different uh, new audience in a very short period of time for a relatively low cost uh, and then have the ability to, have, to enjoy that conversation further down the line. And I think in terms of how, you know, when we look at the history of what Palooza was from that very first entity of 2012 when we had no fucking idea what we were doing. Um, sorry, that's two. Two. Two, I'm allowed two. That's actually, and this is funny coming from Andrew Ko when he pulls you up for swearing, <laughs> by the way. Um, and I think the first thing around events was about, one, we have to get people's attention. Uh, as I say, we deal, in, we deal in the currency of attention and we had to get them to turn up. The next step for us was to start building a relationship directly with the wineries. I feel that we've started to do that. The next step for us is to start driving people to regions uh, and to explore further down the line. And and I checked the Palooza website, which is really interesting. The number one page on the Palooza, uh, number one viewed page on the Palooza website for December and January was the um, our uh, post on the best place, best wineries uh, for lunch and dinner. And that, for me, sort of says that not only have we got we we've got the ability to then tell these stories, but integrate into their lives in a way that you know we we've got that ability too. And that's just not here, but that's globally. Like Pinot Noir globally, especially New World Pinot, this is it. This is everything. Burgundy prices are going through the roof. Um, the the you know under 35s are drinking more wine. They want to connect to uh, the story and the per people. Mornington Pinot or New World Pinot is like smack bang in the right place to come in and fill that gap um, globally. And that's I can't help but look at it and and get so excited fucking pumped, so, yeah. so pumped uh, about the world of wine all the you know and and I saw I was speaking with um, Frosty Andrea Frost who's a great friend to many of us and and she said this quite um, quote of uh, when she was at uh, Pinot 2017 how you know we stand on the shoulder of giants and Max we've had conversations like this as well like nothing all the hard work that has been done by the pioneers of this particular region is the reason why people are now gravitating to this particular style of wine. We couldn't do what we do without wines, and we couldn't, and we couldn't do what we do in terms without the quality of wine. That's a given, you know, and that's going, that is going to be a global phenomenon. It is, regardless of market. It's going to happen. It's happening, right, like, it's happening right now. So the next five to eight years, this is it. Like, get pumped. Like, like I can't, I can't, exp I can't say that's that enough. So, so the, the title of this uh, conversation was uh, Let's Get Pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Epic! Noir, which is actually, fact, don't worry, we're winding it up. I'm just winding up right now. But what I'm trying to get this man to talk about is exactly wired up. And this whole conversation will be published um, online, um, on audio, uh, within one hour. So this information has been disseminated at an incredibly rapid rate. It's been faster than magazines. 
faster than television often, um, which is quite amazing. And that's the thing, it's uh, content and media, it can happen immediately. Um, and just get out there and start telling your stories, don't worry about it. Get out there, Instagram stories, social media platforms, they're free. They're free, and the only thing you need to give up is your time. But, as I can tell you, there's an audience out there, speak to them, engage with them, and you'll win. So how does everyone see your, uh, see your media release? <laughs> uh, the, the supply, I mean, I'll, I'll post this on, uh, on Twitter, um, we, uh, on at Dan Sins, um, and we'll, put, we'll also put it on the Pinot Palooza uh, website to be able to watch it um, and share it out that way. We'll get it transcribed, we'll put it all out, and then we'll be able to edit it up and cut it up into lovely little bite-sized pieces. Fantastic. Well, I think that was very insightful. Thank you very much. 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 Very much